Welcome to Queers on Dice, the queerest podcast this side of the Milky Way galaxy. And in fact, if you find one queer, let us know so we can take them out. Yeah. Let's destroy them. We'll fight them. Yeah. Gay fight. We'll, gay send fight. A, we'll send a honeycomb planet to um, absorb them. That's right. Yeah, we'll show them what's what. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah we'll get them. Yeah. You trying to come to our turf? Yeah. We'll fuck you up. Yeah, you, ever, you ever been doorbell ditched? Well, it doesn't really happen anymore because, you know, people don't really do that. But we'll do it. <laughs> I think we, we do this every other episode as baby, baby murder, baby mafia killers. I don't participate. I just want to make that known. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Baby murderers. Baby. <laughs> this summer. <laughs> they are tiny, but they are mighty. <laughs> this is like boss baby, but horror. Yeah. Honestly, iconic. <laughs> Wow. I saw Megan. That's, yeah. Uh, with me, as always, is the flun. F- flun. Yeah. <laughs> We're all just jiggling. I'm Mexican. That's racist. The flun. <laughs> the flun, the flirty. Um, <laughs> the fun and flirty Lisa Frankenstein. Yeah. I am fun and I am flirty. <laughs> watch, watch your butts, cause oh. I'll flirt you off. I'm I'm Lisa Frankenstein, and I play Peak, the Tiefling Warlock. Lovely. Um, and also with us is hey, I'm Nick, and I'm playing Flandel, the Plasmoid Barbarian. And I am Sahadla, but you can call me Hammy, and I am playing. Jen of Awe, the fantastic, sexy, lovely, not always approachable, dragonborn, copper, what? to be exact. She's not always approachable? House down. I know. She would never believe it if you told her, but it's kind of the tea. You know, I, everyone's always like, oh, I wish that celebrity was like fun and accessible. It's like, no, bitch. I no. don't want accessible celebrities. That ruins it. Thank you. Yeah. Inaccessible. And absurd. The whole thing about especially reality TV celebrities is that one, you're not a real celebrity. You're a person pretending that you have enough acclaim and skill and talent to be that bitch, but you are not that at all. And that's the gag. That's the gag. The gag is. I love that. Hammy explains it all. I was going to say, don't get me started. I almost went on a whole <laughs> tangent, but mama's trying to go to bed. So <laughs> Keep it moving. Keep, Keep it, it moving. moving, people. Wonderful. And then I am Eris Throttle. I am your DM slash, I don't know, I, I have a dog. That's probably my most <laughs> fun fact. Oh my God, Bowie. Bowie's our mascot. Bowie's our mascot. He's the mascot of a lot of things. As soon as someone like gets a hold on him, they're like, oh, he's the mascot for this and that. And actually... On Crumble, they were throwing around the idea of having Bowie and Ziggy do an episode <laughs> where it's just them on a Oh, that oh, would I be that. looking just at each sniff other it, like, and sniffing the sniffing the mics. Yeah. Two dogs. That would be really sweet. Yeah, pretty much. No, no, what? no, I don't sorry. Know why he's uh, weird. No. Uh, That's some furry shit. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no one made you go there. Um, oh, now there. I'm going too far. I'm the one that's between baby killers. Hammy. <laughs> I haven't said anything. Hammy, <laughs> you've just been doing different voices this entire time. It's honestly very impressive. It's all me and it's all for you. It's, it's just one crazy you. person's yeah, wild dream throwing it's their voices. All for you. 
Okay. <laughs> we do. I think we, we do, do that, that every week. every yeah. episode. Every it's one. a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank we you, have Janet a, Jackson. It's our theme song. It's our theme song. It's all for you. Our celebrity sponsor, Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our celebrity sponsor. It's Janet just me in drag. <laughs> Work, no, but with a mustache. That'd be cute. Yes. Oh, I'm yeah. a fantastic Janet. I did it once and it was awesome. I believe it. I Absolutely. Believe it. Where we last left off, we're kind of on a series of like mini cliffhangers here. Um, The gang went through and woke up within the astral sea. Flandel, after having relived a bit of a traumatic experience where his home nomad ship, so to speak, crashed due to the absorption of a wild artifact. He was a little bit out for the count for a little bit as the group got reoriented, figure out where they were, and came to an understanding with the scum purgers that they would go on their way, communicate back to try and stay in sync to figure out a way to get back to hearth space, which is their, everyone's home space system. So that's where they want to go. The irony, of course, is that those last 10 pristine points would have let them come to the Astral Sea, but being in the Astral Sea lost in a drift is a very different experience than having the way back home. And so the gang doesn't really know when or where or if they'll see their loved ones again at this point. But they don't have a ton of time to think about that as a giant orb of enormous honeycomb silver pools emerged from underneath the astral sea, almost almost uh, calling to peak in a way that feels untoward, <laughs> but fun. Um, and so... Sure. <laughs> I love that classic untoward but fun feeling you get sometimes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That classic feeling. Everyone's, everyone's, uh, yeah, we're, we're complicated. Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah, totally. How big are the holes of these honeycombs? Enormous. Uh, Enormous. It's almost as if Azor could fit into like ten Azors would fit into one of these. Oh, okay. so yeah. it's, it's it's gigantic. It's enormous, but like the face of this like giant orb, it's maybe like two or three or four of these giant holes. Oh, so it's not it's not like a tightly dense honeycomb. It's almost as if it's like maybe more like a wasp's nest. Like yeah, a, that's what I imagine. I hate that. Oh, gross. <laughs> that's really awful. Ugh. But it's filled with silver pools, so uh, who knows? Uncomfortable. It's fun, remember? <laughs> <laughs> We're all just here. We're all just here to have a good time. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Is that not why you're here, Nick? Uh, no. <laughs> Me and Nick are looking at each other like, well. well I don't know. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, you all are left there to decide what to do. Yeah, I've, I've got my margarita and I've just told you both that that thing is calling to me. I'm just sipping through the little straw and the little umbrella. Just sipping on my margarita, staring at the big old orb that's got pools in it. When you say calling to you, um, what is it? Uh, I want to go to there. Oh. Oh. You don't seem like super excited about it though. I mean, you do. Wait. What am I reading off of you right now? <laughs> There's a lot of emotions happening right now. Now we're trying to read Peak. That feels a little late. And, but so oh, go off. I'm just staring at it, sipping my margarita. I'm just like. So, so we, sh- 
Okay. As the she captain, I have some thoughts. <laughs> First of all, thank you everybody for being here. I feel like morale is up considering the chaos that we have uh embarked on and two i think that there's a way that we can maybe check out the orb without like going all the way into those creepy little pools because they're really beautiful but oh what's inside we don't know so my thought is what if we peek dear i hope this doesn't frighten you too much um what if we just what? popped your you <laughs> uh, peek Dear, it is Geneva speaking to you. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, we are present. Your eyes kind of got a little glazed, sip, though. Sip. Yep. Sip, sip, dear. Still glazed. Good job. So, what if you just like popped your little head in and we hold your feet from behind and you just like check it out and see what's up and then we yank you back out and then go from there? What is that? How does that sound? What if I get cut in half? You know, that's a really great, uh, catastrophization of what could happen and who knows but that's why I'm suggesting you and not me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well as he captain I do have to say oh you're oh, still wow. here <laughs> oh, okay alone, Jesus. That snapped me out of okay. <laughs> sorry I just want to feel included oh yes include yourself please thank you um, you are the exploration team so uh, I think that um Either we can try and get closer and then you can jump in or uh, maybe we send the dinghy to go there. Can we? S- oh, we could send a dinghy without a person. Do we? Oh, no, a- no, no. You oh. you'd get in there. Oh. We beat <laughs> You'll explore us. <laughs> you just, I Do we w- have any disposable <laughs> um, ship people? Yeah, any red shirts available? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, oh. Red shirts are in Star Trek, the... The people who people with died. the red shirts would be the people who always died. Why? Disposable, uh, disposable. Baby. Well, you have to create stakes for the main cast when it was more episodic and, you know. It was one of the, like, original Star, Star Trek. I, I mean, I'm just like, why people die? Anyways, red shirts, <laughs> yeah. Um um, I've that's never not a real. That's I've, not a real question. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I look at it and I go, "I'll go." Oh, would you like a dinghy? No, we you all are coming with. We're me. coming. Well, let's go. Um, a she captain. <laughs> the thought of going that oh is calling God. to sweet sweet peak. <laughs> Oh, that's what I am? Oh, cool. <laughs> um, almost like a ripple comes off of Peak and it kind of hits you as well. Oh, fuck. And so suddenly you're included in this pull, so to speak. And in fact, this resonance, this thought connection is so strong that the ship is starting to move towards it. And the air itself is vibrating as if in, you're in the presence of something that's not meant to be perceived. And you're pulled closer and closer as the air vibrates around you. Um, and vibration is the source of heat and you're hot. And I think that you maybe are struggling to breathe. And are you breathing air? Do you even need to breathe here? It's just so hot now, but it's maybe cold too. And you're shaking, the world's shaking, the atmosphere is shaking. And then silence. As the ship has pulled you all in, suddenly there is no honeycomb sphere. The thought, the resonance, the connection has brought you and the ship and the three of you step foot on top of a perfectly still 
almost like a chrome mirror surface. And as your foot steps down, a ripple moves. Azor is not here. It's just us. It's just you three. Okay, so I would just like to set some ground rules for the future. If we could, like, think a little softer so that we don't just make choices, that would be really cute. I thought I wasn't, I wasn't really thinking about anything. Peek, you have strong thoughts. I would like to know your thoughts now. <laughs> Peek, you're really quiet, and it's, I, uh, there's a stillness that is unsettling. There was silence. I will fill it. I swear. Staring, just staring back and forth between the two of you. Uh, For the audience, what what's going through Peak's mind a little bit right now? Um, So Peak is fully just like blank mind disassociating Mm. because that moment where for a split second she thought of Hadar and then felt pressure on her head has made her just like boop. A flat line. <laughs> Mental flat line. Just not want to even try and make that any kind of possibility. Um, yeah. And just does not, does not know, does not know ABCs, does not know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just doesn't, just wanted to go to that thing. And now that we're in it and just there's nothingness and doesn't know what to think just is there and just also I think it's like kind of a mental breakdown that's happening because she's a criminal and her basis of existence was based on things that she could connect with with home and like Mm -hmm. all of that stuff and money and none of that exists anymore technically Mm. where does she think she is right now so no doesn't know. Nope, no idea. Doesn't know. Nope. Baby yeah. knows nothing. Baby knows nothing. Baby know nothing. Blank Does mind. Um, ABCs. <laughs> I, th- I would like to do a thing. Yeah, do a If thing. I could. I can cast a spell at will that makes my voice boom up to three times as loud as normal. Yeah. For a minute. And I'd like to do that just to see, like, if there's anything else here. Do it. Yeah. What do you say? What's up, bitch? <laughs> um, Hello? <laughs> you say that super loudly and uh, out from you, whereas the ripples kind of didn't go very far. I just did that. Um, suddenly, it's just like a big ripple, almost like it looks like it would continue on forever and maybe possibly form a tsunami on the other side of wherever you are right now. You don't, You can't see, even though in the honeycomb, you could see like the end of these walls. You'd expect something. You see nothing. It's just like that ripple goes on forever. Um, what up, bitch? <laughs> bitch, bitch, bitch. Um, and I don't know if you expect what you expected from that, but a voice returns to you. It's pretty uh, loud. Yes, yeah. you all hear hear okay. this response. Should we all do a perception? Yeah, we all do a perception. Oh boy. Right. Oh fuck. I'm not. I'm. Yeah. I'm definitely. Blank mind. I got a seven. Seven. (laughs) I got a 15. I got a nine. Flandel, you sense that something has changed and you turn around very quickly. Um, Something has changed with me. Some things are not the same. Um, 
you turn around and see uh, someone playing by the rules of someone else's game. Mm. Uh, oh my it's god! Too late. Second chances. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm so gay. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> you see? Yeah, there, there it is. <laughs> you see a plasmoid, and she is in beautiful scaled like a scaled dress almost it's not quite like fish scales because it looks constructed and not like the skin of an animal nothing that sullied but almost like a like metallic delicate scales just like lapped onto one another i guess it's just beautiful fantasy sequins and um she just goes like oh oh good you you can see me great that'll make this easier uh, uh, who who are you what are you two doing? I look where Flandel is talking to. Yeah, you see a beautiful tiefling woman wearing the exact same garment. I'm also looking where Flandel <laughs> is talking. Um, you see a gold dragonborn woman with long flowing hair. Um, oh, more competition. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Do I recognize her? Like, or is no. it just a stranger? She's pretty. Mm. You've seen prettier yeah. in the mirror. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that part. <laughs> um, wonderful. And she she looks at you all and she's like, oh, good. You all can see me. That's lovely. You've all been, been touched, I see. Um, excellent. Well. Um, Excuse me? Touched by what exactly? Touched? You mean that we're... That's not... <laughs> Touched by what? Touched by who? Like this. And she claps and um, you all feel like a little bit of like air compress around you. <laughs> oh, wow. Then undo Ooh. it. Like, you know, just oh, like, just saying hi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hello. You've been touched. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, um, I haven't had visitors in, uh, ooh, um, ooh, what's a millennia even? <gasps> I don't know. But it's, it's lovely to see you. Uh, there's not much... To show, and she motions around to nothing. And as she raises her arms and turns around, suddenly you see that she is a elven woman. And to you, an orc. And to you, she shifts to a plasmoid. What? And she's like, uh, and it's 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 not a gradual change. It's almost as if you've been staring at her, and she's been that the whole time. You swear, but and you, you didn't. You can't even remember when she wasn't that, but you know that she also has changed somehow, but like you can't pinpoint when it does. Mm. And she sees this exact look of puzzlement on your face and goes, oh, you are getting used to the perception of me. It's okay. It'll, it'll settle. You'll be fine. She goes, my name is Iona. Welcome to Andal. What is Andal? Uh, what is Andal? I mean, you, you came here. You don't come here by accident. <laughs> Well, funny you should say that. It feels like it was a little bit of a mishap, if you will. We oh. are just trying to get back to hearth space. Hearth space? What's hearth space? This place called to me. We saw a giant honeycomb thing mm. in the middle of the, um, what is it called? Astral sea. Astral sea. Astral sea. That we got there by accident. We don't know how we got there. Saw a big white light and then we were in the astral sea. Mm. And then this big honeycomb planet appeared and it called to me. And now we're here. I'm sorry you had to see that. Me too. Andal, Andal was my life. Um, was? Well, was and is. I mean, it's, time is relative. 
Andal was the god of mental vigor, of the embodiment of thought in a lot of ways. This is but a, a it's a demiplane of his corpse. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. We're inside of a, a dead thing now? Well, God, I wouldn't call him a thing. Oh, so, uh, I'm sorry. What? Why are you here? I am Mendel's keeper. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. How long have you been here? Well, I was here before he was born, and I will be here after. I, I am here. You're here after. Um, uh, how did he die? Mm. Oh, do you know? Uh, roughly speaking, I exist within this demiplane and tend to, uh, well, used to tend to various things. Now I just try and find ways to kind of keep busy or not. Oh, keeping busy. Well, I have a lovely thought. You could keep busy by helping us uh, get the fuck out of here. Is there an exit door? You know, every place needs to have an exit sign. (laughs) (laughs) At this, she looks a little cross at you and is just like, you're not a prisoner here. I did not call to you. I did not invite you in. You all came. You are free to leave whenever. I am not here in the business of kidnapping random mortals. It's a very strange hobby. It's others partake in that, not me. Andal died partially by a number of things. A god's life cycle is very strange. It's, it's a, the, the, the belief. Uh, and at this, she shifts again. You all actually see that she, in this moment, just is a plasmoid and synced with all of you. As soon as a group of mortals that's big enough decides that a god is not immortal, then suddenly he isn't, and he is, um, yeah, killable. Hmm, powerful shit. Yeah, it's a shame, really. But the the wild space system that killed him is one that's, uh, uh, well, an entire people actually came to find him, and, uh, it was a, um, system of mind flayers that did this. Do we know what those are? No. But they don't sound very, very nice. Uh, do you know what an octopus is? Yeah. yeah. It's like that, but they like to um, devour intellect, so to speak. Mm. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a little unpleasant, although they're much more sophisticated than an octopus. They walk, they talk, they look like this, and she transforms. She looks like a mind flare in all of its oh, scary glory, which is a... Um, blue cephalopod creature with tentacles coming out of its mouth. Do you, have you seen Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean? Mm-hmm. That. Oh, that was so helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Mind flayers are scary. Yeah. She morphs back into a different, and in this, in this next iteration, she's a human, which none of you have seen humans before. Oh, so... So smooth. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> Normal looking. <laughs> wow, normcore. <laughs> normcore. Hardcore normcore. Nerd. But you are here now and something something brought you here. Hmm. Peak, you're up. <laughs> uh, like I said, we saw this honeycomb thing and it called to us and then suddenly we were hmm. in it um, because 
I heard it calling to me and then, um, you know, and then suddenly the ship that we were on started moving towards it. And ah. then we were here, like I said before. Well, you lucky, you're lucky you saw Andul and not a living God. I think that uh, the, there are things that you shouldn't perceive, you know, it's just, yeah. let's put it at that. So uh, you seem and you feel gentle compressions all about you and then just peak just peak and iona kind of like gently motions and the water kind of like ripples into a little like kind of almost like a water tentacle of sorts and that compressions that you're feeling make way for the water to kind of just gently touches you but you don't get you don't get wet from it. It's just like oh darn weird. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of podcast. Shoot. <laughs> no one's wet. No one's wet. Everybody's uh, dry. <laughs> um, Not turned on at all. I'm not horny. Dry as a bone. Um, great. And so. Um, you see that where it touched you, it actually turns to ice and it retracts very quickly. And she goes, hmm, Hadar, huh? Oh. Oh. D- not by choice. Ooh. Not by choice. I mean. It uh, was an accident. Ah. Uh, yes, I see. Well, I, that, that, and I, I just pull out my book and I'm like, yeah, I can't get rid of it. I see. Um. There are worse entities to be tied to. That's uh, true. Could um, be. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Can I interject here really quickly? <laughs> I, um, yeah, that's that book that you keep with you uh, all the time. I put it back in my satchel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the, I think maybe the second time I've heard the name Hadar. Who, who's that? Um, Hadar is Endel's sibling. As a, 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 a god? Yeah. Of sorts. A great old one. Oh. Like a good, is it, is he good? Are they good? Uh, cool. If Endel were alive, you would, um, no longer see. In fact, you would probably lose your mind and turn to... Putty. Was Endel also a star? Yes. Uh. <laughs> I mean, like, what's a star but like a highly concentrated orb of energy that moves through the cosmos? A flaming ball of gas burning miles and miles away. Mm. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful. <laughs> it's just like suddenly. <laughs> That's a copyright strike. That's right. Yeah, we cannot. Yeah. Fine. We bust out into a drag number from a animated movie about right. a baby king lion. <laughs> the midi- middle of the the movie. It's the climax. The part where he changes and grows. Wow. Is that, is that good? Yeah. Arc's over. You you did it. Yep. Oh, great session, everyone. Yeah. Great session. Great <laughs> talk to y'all later. It's Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> So, Flandel, earlier I spoke to you and my lips didn't move, but you heard me. Yeah. Um, and I uh, also spoke to those orcs that y- you tripped and oh. <laughs> took care of um, in their head because I um, am ruled by 
Hadar. Ruled? I, uh, yeah. I do. I don't necessarily do his bidding because he doesn't really talk to me. He doesn't technically know I exist, really, I think. But um, I... Oh, my God, you slit that guy's throat. Yeah, that was for Hadar. I sent oh. his soul for Hadar to devour. Because if I don't, I don't know what will happen to me. Um, for the first time at that description, um, Iona's eyes go wide and she's like, fascinating. Yeah, um, I think that's how it works. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, and at this, she claps. Oh. And the rippling that you're used to happens again, but this time in reverse. Oh. And as these ripples kind of move in and they undulate and they go faster and faster and faster, suddenly land starts to come in and like crush in underneath you. And suddenly, Hammy, can you describe the kitchen oh. of your, of uh, Jen's childhood home? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can. So it's all of the cupboards are on like what would be the top level like floating so nothing like shorter than a adult dragonborn could reach any of the things it's all lit up in like a metallic silvery color not necessarily made out of silver just the color and there's like little flowers but they're mostly weeds and little vases like all around but the vases are just like little kind of broken pieces of like pottery almost but in different like copper silver gold colors uh and there's like a huge window over the sink that looks out to the front yard oh that's cute yeah. so cute um it's the only pleasant thing about jen no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um iona looks at you and is like sorry i hope you don't mind if i borrow this um oh. and she's like that's it um and she there's tea that's just started like steaming and she starts to pour she's still human but suddenly as she's doing this like arms just emerge from her to reach for each individual piece as it does it and again it's almost like an optical illusion where if you look at one set of arms that's the only set of arms but yet there's other things and when you look up to where the other things are moving those are her arms there too it's the perception that Many things are happening simultaneously, and yet only one thing is. Um, are there chairs to sit at? Yeah, there are chairs. I guess uh, kind of uh, take a take a seat out. Yeah, I also sit. Yeah, I do. Jen does not fucking sit. Jen is very off put by this memory being brought up. You good? Are you okay? Fabulous. Oh. I just, I, you know, we haven't done a lot of physical activity here because of all the floating. So I'm trying to keep my bod in shape good. You, by standing. You look good. I yeah. look great. Very Thank good. you, Flandel. I really needed that right yeah. now. You're gorgeous. Thank you. Mm -hmm. hmm. Iona serves everyone and then turns straight to Peek. And I was like, now this is fascinating. So I have not met anyone that's actually contracted with Hadar at any level before. Do you have nightmares? Oh my god. 
Do I have nightmares? It's a very personal question. It is a personal question in some ways. I think that you've mentioned that the way, as we've discussed how you connect with Hadar on some level, you they come through via mysterious dreams that may be unsettling at times. But I, I think it, that answer or that question of how you feel what is a nightmare, that's entirely within your call and character to determine. So she asked if I have nightmares? Mm-hmm. Doesn't everybody? Good answer. Nice. Ah, uh, yeah. I um, mortals are really good at this like thing called a gotcha, and I, I don't know if that's that. I, <laughs> I'm not trying to trick you here. I, I um, of the known gods, there's there's a lot of gods. So there's infinite worlds, infinite gods, blah blah blah, blah whatever. But <laughs> Hadar is a weird one, and sibling of. On duel and everything. Um, so quirky. <laughs> <laughs> Not like don't make, other gods. <laughs> don't make fun of my character. I'm a fun god. <laughs> They're normal. Um, Have books at parties. <laughs> wow. I'm just like, well, um, most people don't survive contact with him. Oh. Oh. I've never had contact with him. Oh, I see. So that I know of. Ah, so you don't follow his will? Not that I'm aware of. Oh. This is pretty this whole thing is pretty recent. Um, <laughs> she looks disappointed. Like I mean, it's, I'm sorry. Like were you why why were you looking for would you have gotten a way out that way or what? Oh, way out. Um like, Way well, out. Why are you? Why are you so like bummed out? Well, it's just um, perhaps it's in the nature of being sentient on some level. But if you continue on this pace, our our existence might be more similar than they'd be different. Eventually, give it a millennia or two. Are you saying Peak is possibly staring into the future of Peak Me? life? No. Each god's demiplane is different, so to speak. Occupying the demiplane of a dead god is like being in Plato. Anything's possible. And with that, everything goes away and undulates back. Right when I'm about to take a sip, it goes away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then another series of ripples and uh, you're on a tall spire above a lake of lava and hellfire. Um, and the heat is like burning up from you. And she's like, it's all just here and it's, it's very real, but at the same time, it's not real. Like we're, we're, we're around. And then it goes away and then, um, it comes back and coalesces to, um, Flandel. What was the, uh, cafeteria on the ship that, uh, you grew up on? Like there was just like a, a line of, of food. A lot of like uh, pasta-based dishes, like um, uh, uh, spaghettis, linguinis, angel hairs, uh, raviolis. It's just like a bunch of pasta. Um, there's a station where you can put some cheese and red pepper flakes on as well. And then lots of orange cafeteria tables, real mess hall style. Big family. Yeah. And so Big family. <laughs> Iona, I was like, I love the idea of food. It's so funny. <laughs> and she goes up to the like the buffet and she's like, try it. It's so fun. I think this is what you do. And she just 
sticks her hands fully just like inside of two of the like one is in a thing of ravioli and the other's in the chicken scampi and she's just like see isn't that fun come on try it um we i don't know if you're that's i don't know if you're doing it right you're supposed to kind of just put it you're close though into you what do you mean into you well you take i go over and i'm like well you just kind of take this is so weird. I don't know why I'm doing this. Uh, and I grab some of the gnocchi, um, the butternut squash gnocchi with the sage butter sauce. And uh, I <laughs> I just, um, I take uh, the tongs that are nearby and I just kind of put some of that up and uh, scoop it into a little mouth appears and then closes around them. Oh my God. What are you doing? What are you? We need it. We're mortals. So we need it for energy. Oh, in order to survive. Does it taste like gnocchi? Uh, it, 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 uh, yes. Oh, yeah. yum. It's delish. You know what? I'd like to try it your way. And Jen looks <laughs> up and <laughs> puts her hand in like the triple meat lasagna and then puts one hand to just like a regular old spaghetti with a big meatball and then like jiggles the hands around a little bit and goes, oh, this is fun. <laughs> Zero calories. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I own like, yeah. She gets it. Just a skinty legend over here. <laughs> <laughs> skinty. She looks back at you, Peek, and just kind of says, well, um, I misread the situation. I apologize. Sounds like there is maybe, I don't know, it sounds like something we might be able to help each other out with here. I seem to know a little bit about your existence. Mm-hmm. And Hadar, who I guess you are inexplicably connected to i can't leave here i don't really want to leave here either but there was something that was taken from andul and by extension me as the keeper of his demiplane if you were to get that for me i would answer as many questions as you have and even um i could possibly use what was taken to help navigate you all give you an idea of navigate us well you're looking for something in the astral sea i guess right why why else does anyone come here but to find something we're looking specifically for the thought parameters that would return us to uh hearth space okay yeah great (laughs) you could find that with the thing that Pete gets you i don't know okay (laughs) that's not very promising Here's, here's here's the thing Okay. What was lost was Andul's brain was taken. Oh, God. I know. It's oh. it's garish. You want us to go to the Mind Flayers? It would be helpful. Again, y'all don't have to stay here. And we just met. I just, I, I don't know. I felt the, the common touch of Hadar on you. And I, I just... I don't know. I'm sorry. It's too much. Um, Why don't we group huddle for a moment and uh, oh, sure, address sure, sure. that? Take with all the time you, that you need. Not right here. And we could get to, back to you on that, perhaps. Are you holding anything right now? You like stuck your hand in the pasta and at least... I'm holding a meatball. Uh-huh. And then in the other hand, like uh, just loaf of 
lasagna. Um, so if you you look at the meatball um, and Iona's mouth and uh, Iona's face appears made out of meatball. Ah, oh god! It's like I'm not even here. Don't worry. She's gone. And then I immediately drop <laughs> the meatball and lasagna. And then realize that I haven't eaten in a while. And even though I don't feel hungry, I feel like it's important to fuel myself. So I pick up the lasagna off the floor and put it in my mouth. Great. It's delicious lasagna. Amazing. <laughs> it's just like flannel remembers. <laughs> <laughs> and I like kick the meatball really far away from me. <laughs> it's a meatball. So it disintegrates on your what if, I mean, yeah, you asked her private time so you can have a conversation. Even though <laughs> she's the food that we just ingested as well. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to an entity that is practically the demiplane and is is not, I mean, like, however separate you feel from her. So sure. was was that, this is, this is just, was the, was the honeycomb thing that came up, was that her? It was Andul. So... Oh yeah. Uh, so what just, you you husk basically? Yeah, she got sad when you were describing seeing him because she doesn't see him from the outside. But you're you were essentially it's like you were describing the rotting corpse of someone that she loved to her, right? Um, so she was she was like, oh, okay, I wish she didn't share that with me, but whatever. Um, oh. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Kooky. She's not like other girls. <laughs> Reads books at concerts. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So, Peek, that was quite intense, no? You're telling me. I pass a few breadsticks over to <laughs> I just, Peek. like, like crack them off and just, like, dryly just... Uh, uh. So, okay. It seems like we're being presented with a really great opportunity here. I mean, we could... That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah, we could find this brain of this dead god. These things that she's talking about, these mind flayers, they killed a god. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. have to go to those bitches. That's what she's saying. Uh, That's why I asked her, you want us to go to the mind flayers. They, does she think that... <sighs> they stole his brain and we have... She wants us to get it back, but they killed a god. What? What? I, I, I'm not, I'm not god powerful. I feel like I'm pretty close. Okay. <laughs> Personally. Uh, I guess I would put myself somewhere in between. I'm, I'm not. I'm no. I'm, I'm sorry. I that was very generous. I, tried, I loved your enthusiasm. I, sure I was trying it on. It didn't feel right. I'm gonna put it this way: you stabbed my hand, and I almost died. Actually, that's a very great point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> sorry, that actually got me. That was good. <laughs> the, that was good. Laughs oh my jokes. god! It was a great sharp point. You are right, Jen. Ooh, knee slapper that one. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. I, I don't. I I don't know how we 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 we. There's no. We would just, it would be, a, we'd go to die. Ooh, what if we got those other bitches to go with us? We would all die. Oh, okay. I just didn't know <laughs> power numbers I, mattered in this situation. I, just from this, like, they, these things killed a god. And she wants us to go and get 
I just don't. She was also a little wishy-washy on the, like, will it actually help us situation. You know, she didn't give a definitive yes. It was like a, eh, I could try. Maybe. She's the keeper of a god, of a dead god of thought. Which we are in. We're inside of right now. Talk about a mind fuck. Wow, sorry, where guys. is the off button on her? Jen had some Jen. delicious flannel lasagna. Are you the lasagna? lasagna. Put a lasagna. pep in my step. That yeah. little extra protein and sauce. I really, it was really, yeah. The secretest yeah. of sauces. The secretest of sauces. Um, was just, lasagna night was always a crazy night. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing back there, but it was... So is that a no? Should I inform her no? Fuck no, perhaps. Um, I... I. Uh, she asked I, if you were, like, <clears throat> if you were following the will of Hadar, and you said no. But then, a few minutes before, you said, I kill people and send their souls to him. Yes, I think, yeah. So it does sound a little bit I'm, like... If if I am being controlled, I am not aware of it. That's not terrifying whatsoever. So you could just stop killing people and sending their souls to... No, I can't because I don't know what will happen to me if I do that. Well, currently there are no souls here to kill is kind of a problem. That's what I'm freaking out about. <gasps> oh, 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 got it, got it, got it. That's right, so... No, 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 my bad, sorry. Lasagna's feeling funky. Um, <laughs> My body. You hear, you hear a voice it's moving through. You hear a voice all around you, and it's like, um, I, it's really hard for me to not like, I just haven't had visitors in so long, so I, I don't mean to be rude, but can I say something? Sure. Okay. Uh, the, the, I hear you on the whole, um, they did kill a god. <laughs> Also, um, we yeah, we're not powerful enough to do something like that. Oh, I none of fair. us can I really just, heal. Well, it's it's uh, it takes a lot of power to be in the presence of even a dead god, let alone be able to kind of like resonate. I, I guess maybe I made the wrong assumption here. Uh, I mean, I know of a couple of places where you could. Here's the thing: we know the the these creatures, the mind flayers. They're strong, but they're kind of like a, they're very focused. It, within the astral sea, they're somewhat dangerous, but in a wild space system, um, it's just a collection of sentient beings. Um, but I have some friends that you could visit to see if maybe there are boons that you could receive in order to um, have a little bit more power before you engage with the mind flares. Here's the thing. I don't know for sure if we were to get the uh, the brain of Andul back, if that would give us the thought parameters, so to speak. It's almost like it, it, it can mold thought into action. And how do I say this to a mortal? Um, okay, this is... <laughs> this is very conceptual. <laughs> Essentially... If you want something so badly, then it will show you and the path will emerge out of all of the infinite possibilities that it could be because it will figure it out. So you want us to do that to get the brain and when we could just do that to go home? I, I think you could use it to go home. Yeah, probably. Let's try that now really quick. <laughs> oh, to, to think? <laughs> to think our way home. 
There's no place like home. Click, click. There's no place. Oh, no. Um, you get you know this from when Gandar was telling you that like heart space specifically blocks that out. Yeah, I just thought we just got a loophole, but (laughs) we need both a license and the thought parameters. The brain can also point you to people. It can point you to lots of things. It could do more than that too. And I obviously I, I would want to keep Andal's brain with Andal, but I would love to help you all out if you were able to kind of get it for me. Just a thought, but like if you want, I can just point you in the direction of other entities that might be able to like, I don't know, grant you power or something if you feel scared of these mind flayers. Did you why do you want the brain? Oh, um I I don't like the idea of Andul being uh, desecrated for millennia. I don't like the idea of him being separate. Um, the other thing is that when the body of a god is dissembled like this, there's no room for a new god to emerge. Okay. Thanks for answering my question. Of course. I'm here. I'm team new powers. I really dig that. I like to be more powerful in general. Do you think that these entities that you'll point us towards um, that could possibly give us the strength to fight these mind flayers and retrieve the brain, do you think they might have any strings attached to? We're really trying not to die. We're trying to get home. Tell us where these boons are. Oh, great. <laughs> um, I thought we were going to talk about it. Oh, dude, <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's oh. good. That's good. <laughs> She's oh, clearly good. fucking we're listening, yep. so it doesn't matter. She, <laughs> I just no, yeah, peak, I, you know. No, let's do what, it. Do you want to? You want to do it? Yes. And you and you. Yeah. Well, handle. we. I. Yep. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm brave, and we're all brave together, and we're going to do this. You're the best goo. I'm the best goo boy. You are. Just repeat that in your head ten times. Just a lot has happened. You are really quickly. So you're telling me. <laughs> I wonder, can we get some chips? <laughs> we didn't, uh, um, didn't have chips. Fuck. I mean, at this point, we're, what else are we going to do? Like, we might as well. That's a great point. This is our only chance. We can't think our way back to hearth space. Worst comes to us, we get no powers. And then, and then we live we forever in a void dip. with powers. We dip out. <laughs> Great. Um, well, I'm pretty sure she can hear that. Yeah. Jen, do we want to whisper now? Oh, I can whisper too. No, thank you. No, fine. Thanks. Um, and as as she's as she says that, um, she hasn't appeared yet, and that she just kind of like appears, and it's um three of her holding hands in a circle and oh she's like god we can whisper <laughs> um i would oh. prefer one of you Creepy. and talking in regular voices please <laughs> she's like one is uh less than this um and so she starts you see that she's starts to rotate all the three holding oh, hands and as it rotates it's four and then five and six and seven and then it's it starts to spin and then suddenly it's just her again she's like that's it okay one <laughs> thank you so much for being so accommodating 
I haven't entertained him in so long. <laughs> You're doing great. Thank you. It's time to go to Boontown. Oh, God, guys. <laughs> Wonderful. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> really uh, tapping into that influencer lingo, huh? <laughs> Jen's not well. We, we uh, need to. That meatball really just skyrocketed you. Um, so, <laughs> great. Iona's charmed. You all are very entertaining, and she's, she's very considerate, considering she's just been here alone by herself for millennia. She, she kind of says, okay. I'm tethered here, but Onduul used to have outside influence just like anything else. And so you are going to embark in wild space and she kind of stops and she looks and she pulses you and your body like squishes a little bit and vibrates. Oh. And she goes, uh, ah, and you don't have an orrery. Mm. Um, What's an orrery? Um, an orrery is a orientation tool. So um, it's what allows a ship to find its way home. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. For um, mortals, for the most part, their brains are less uh, structured. They're a little more plastic. And so it, it, you, you, it's easier for them to lose track of where they've been within the astral sea, whereas an orrery can actually orient you and keep those places that you've visited available um so i guess uh it's probably the first thing you need to find and i guess maybe this could help and so she she's like who wants to be the one that can track the orrery i'm she captain i get it great (laughs) um her hand she's like she's a good like 10 feet away from you and but like Kind of like an optical illusion as she raises her hand. It's almost as if it raises and it's right next to you. And her arm is just suddenly so long and it's right next to your head. Um, and she just taps you on the temple. Um, and suddenly, with crystal clear thought, if you were to think of an orrery, you know exactly where to go. Team, I have the location. <laughs> oh. Wow, that was quick. Um, yeah, that was easy. Wow. Super easy. It's very creepy. I love it. Yeah. Um, similarly, uh, Anduul gods do originate from wild spaces. They're inexorably tied in many ways to their space of origin. Well, not all gods, but you don't need to know about that. So you all should try and go to Anduul's home. And with this, who would like to, who would like to kind of carry that responsibility? I'll do it. Okay. And so exactly like that, except it's a hand overhead and she just like pats you. Um, Squish. Yeah. (laughs) And you like kind of go, you like go down flat onto the floor. It's like, oh, oh, much more forceful than you would have. Oh, God. Ow. (laughs) I scream. Um, (laughs) And then you pop right back up, but you're you're upside down. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, as you reorient yourself there's a permanent handprint that's like embedded into the top of your head because of the orient because of your body and the way that is you can like move it anywhere um and she's she says um that is the that is the mark of andul and you'll be able to pass through that 
system as you see fit. No one will bother you. Although it's a little uh, worse for wear these days. I mean, a space without a God is, I don't know, kind of scary. Is that the, is the uh, Andal's wild space, is that the place where the mind flayers are? No, they wouldn't dare step foot in there. Andal's wild space is, well, you'll see when you get there, I guess. Does it have a name? Or is it just Andal's wild space? Oh, gosh. Um, what do they call themselves these days? I don't know. Okay. You'll have to ask when you get there. I like to call it uh, Vantress, but um, yeah, it's it's been so long. I uh, Things have names that change over time. Who knows? Right. Um, also, a millennia out here is maybe a day there, maybe forever. Who knows? So... You can let me know. Okay. I'm I, I'm fine waiting here. I can. <laughs> I'll just obviously. Be here. Yeah. yeah. Stick your hands in more lasagna. It's fun. It sure looked. Fun. <laughs> you know what? Try pudding. Excellent tapioca. Just trying to give her stuff to do <laughs> while we're away. I feel bad. Um, and then uh, I think one other gift is an eye. For growth, for under, for like gaining more, and then I think each each person probably can really only withstand one of these, and so I think perhaps you need this gift in order to find more gifts, so to speak. So with which to combat the the mind flare wild space specifically. Okay. <laughs> Sound good? I don't think I have a choice. Great. Um, <laughs> and she uh, okay. she lifts up her arm. <laughs> And her hand shoots straight into your left eye. Jesus. Um, Whoa, I got the best one out of all of I these. I start <laughs> screaming. Uh, you feel nothing. It oh. doesn't hurt. It just, I scream it, from shock. Yeah, it's, no, it's freaky. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's just no, no warning whatsoever. Um, like I grab the arm and I'm just like, ah! Uh, your hands go through the arm. Oh God! Uh, um, back away, stumble, whoa. stumble. And then she pulls, she pulls, pulls the finger back, and um, your pupil is a bright blue. Oh, my left pupil. Mm-hmm. And what was your eye color? Your irises are normally. I don't have iris. I don't have what? <laughs> They're just silver. Oh yeah, you're doing like the classic yeah. tiefling thing where it's just all one color. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't even have pupils? No. Oh, then you have a left. Your left eye is blue. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> yeah, I had to think about that for a second. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god, beam beam. <gasps> where the fuck is beam beam? Is beam beam in here? Did you bring beam beam? I mean, beam beam's been with me like the whole time. Um, no. This is going to sound weird. What kind of blue? Uh, light blue. Like a sky? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Um, at this deck. thought, um, you hear a... Oh, thank God. You bark now. Interesting. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> this cascade of noises coming from this direction. Meow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh thank God. Yeah. I'm a meow now. And then I tuck um, into like a little... Pant cargo short pocket because I think I'm still wearing cargo pants. You don't see Beam Beam. What? You just hear his barking. I think I think he is outside of this dead god oh on my the ship god. still. Okay. 
probably safer. But you're um, you thinking of him kind of brought his his energy. His energy, yeah. You two have never really been apart for very long, have you? Not really. Mm, I feel like that about Bowie. Oh. Yeah. Um. Oh. Real-time queer tenderness. <laughs> um, Get into it. Iona, is this is this all that you need from us? The, the brain. The brain. The brain. Yeah, the brain. The brain. The brain. How are so, we? <laughs> so, <laughs> just wanted to be included. Yeah, no. <laughs> so first we need to find the Ari. Mm-hmm. That way you can find me again if you need it. I don't know how you really got to me before, but... Well, Andal appeared out of the... It just rose from underneath us. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Did you... Did you contact anything else? Mm-mm. Not even We were a with some bit? orcs. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> oh. What? Yeah. what? I felt... I felt... I felt a little pressure on my head. Yeah, just a little tap. Well, I don't want to feel that again. Yeah, family ties, you know. Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) I didn't peek again. Just like, Uh, no, it's happening again. It's happening again. We have to find the Ori. You're good. We're, hey. Peek, sweet peek. Lovely, sweet peek. So, um, of the. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is Eris talking now. Um, of the three gifts that you've received from Iona, one is just basically like resonance with the Ori and being able to find that so you can orient yourselves. That's probably the first place that you want to go. Mm-hmm. After that, really, it's either go and find whatever boons you can from Andul's space where you have essentially free reign from Andul to go about that wild space system and do whatever. Um, and you specifically have been gifted with the ability to find um, things that mind flayers don't like. You as in peak? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Peak, yeah. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't say you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then finding Andul's wild space, does that kind of come with the mark as well? Or, or is that something yeah. that we'd have to? Okay, great. Cool, cool, cool. So it, it's specifically like you you know the name of it and the thought of it in a way. So you sh- you're able to like orient yourself mm-hmm. towards it. Got it. Okay. Should we go back to the light azure? Yeah. Um, thank oh. Oh, good. Because I'm. It's. Uh, you see her. Her. Um. A little bit of uh, blood starts to form on the side of her. Oh. Her eyes, and she's like, "Oh, I haven't done this much. Uh, this much um, spatial manipulation in a long time. I'm a little tired." Um. Well, lovely meeting you all. Thank you for um, the gifts. And she like slowly starts to melt into the. Oh, the, oh, oh gross! Oh. Thank you for the gifts. And she's like, "Bye." You were and- creepy, but lovely. <laughs> Good. That's what I was going for. <laughs> and she she uh, melts, and suddenly it's it's blank chrome pool again. And she melts, and it's almost as if you blink, and it's always been empty, and there's nothing there. So you all leave, and just at the thought of leaving, you start to. Uh, it's almost as if the floor is pulling away from you, and you all wake up, and you come to essentially on the deck of the ship. Uh, uh, what? No, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, I have this feeling like I ate some bad lasagna. I look for the, I look for the hand. Get it's on. there. Okay, great. I kind of move. I want to like kind of move it down to like my right arm. Totally. Yeah. Cool. 
I just watch you do that. I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Bean Bean is like. (laughs) Oh, my sweet Bean. Hello. Hello. I missed you. I missed you so much. You are so cute. You are so adorable and lovely. I will never leave you again. You will be by my side forever and ever. (laughs) And then I shove Bean Bean into one of my pockets. Great. How big is he? <laughs> Beam Beam is big, but my pockets are bigger. bigger. <laughs> um, it's like a mama kangaroo pouch, but a pocket. Oh, cute. Um, wonderful. So you're all back on the deck of the Light Azure. It is righted, so to speak. Andul is not there. Look, that giant, enormous orb of pools is gone. I look to Geneva. And I'm like, so where should we go? She captain. I uh, thank you for acknowledging my new title. I really appreciate it. Oh, she captain, my she captain. Oh, that part. Come on, poetry. Um, and so I'm not sure exactly where it is, but I have a feeling, and I feel like if I think about it really close to all of you, we can all go together. How does that sound? It sounds good. Yeah. Should we hold hands? Should we hold oh, hands? Oh. Should we tell people where we're going? We should at least let the captain know he's going to, and not to, not to sort of, you know, undermine what you have going. (laughs) I recognize two equal captains now. Well, technically I'm climbing rank, so we'll see how that pans out. But but yeah, we should let Maximinus know. Oh, fine. Give him something to stew on. Let's go. Maybe we should tell Serica. Can I get a perception check? Absolutely. Yeah. Is he standing there? <laughs> <laughs> Natural one. Oh, oh no. Um, I got 17. Jen, you feel that something's wrong. I got an 11. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. You look about, and Azor didn't move during the time that you were there, right? Like, uh-huh. in theory. The asteroid's gone. Oh. Those bitches. They had to have taken it. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me orient myself. One moment. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Time moves differently. Uh. Inside of a god. Excuse me, Azor. Oh, hi. Yeah. Um, how much? You remember when we like popped into that weird honeycomb planet for uh what felt like a hot minute do you have any sense of how much time passed while we were in there oh yeah I mean, it's been like eight hours oh, oh that could have been much worse that could have been much worse did the did the ship drift no i've stayed in place and so they took the asteroid and left well who did yeah it, uh, did the you get scum. visuals on the asteroid or visuals <laughs> Sorry. So the scum purgers took the asteroid and left? Yeah, I, I guess the scum purgers, I mean, they, they left as soon as they got off the ship, I think. We saw them leave, right? No. No. Fuck. Should I pop on the conch? Did they, then, did they see the, as the, um, what's the, Andal. honeycomb? Andal? Did they see Andal? Yeah. Give me a religion check. Okay. All of us? Or just peek? No, just peek. She answers. She asks the question. I am rolling really interestingly today. (laughs) Um, I got a 14. With a 14, you're not sure, but you're kind of understanding that something's thoughts and their connection to something changes the perception of how close it is. And so if they're not in tune with this 
God, they might have not known that it was so close. So they might not have perceived it. So it might have looked like a speck in the sky far away to them. Whoa. I'm... Oh, we we still have that little conch, don't we? Uh, yes, we do. And I would like to call them and give them a piece of my mind if we are all game for it. Well, well let's not assume. Okay, maybe maybe it's just drifted away, or maybe we can't maybe we can't see it. Maybe we need to think about the asteroid, and then it will be there. Or maybe we went to where Andal was, and but we came back to the ship. Yeah, the but ship maybe the ship. We went with the ship to. Where Andal was. Why did we think about the asteroid really quick and just see if that works? Okay. okay. Uh, once again, shall we hold hands or is that... Oh, fine. Hold on to the ship. Okay. Oh, I like that better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we all think about the asteroid. <laughs> yeah. So you... The god is very different from like actual astral sea stuff. So as you think about oh. that, <laughs> you start to like float a little bit. Um... But, like, it doesn't, you don't go anywhere specific. And in fact, like, just the asteroid, it, there's not enough, it's not a big enough thing for you to just like zero in on with like pinpoint accuracy either. Something tells you that if you maybe had an instrument that was better at orienting you within the astral sea, like an orrery, you could maybe start to track these people that have made an escape. Mm. Let's get that orrery. Let's find these assholes. You know what? You know what we're going to do? We're going to get that Ori, and then we're going to get some boons, and then we're going to kick their butts. Because I'm tired of these assholes walking all over us, thinking that we can't do anything, and being all intimidating, being like, you can't have a piece of this asteroid. You can't get your points when that's all Flandel cares about, and then telling you that you're not the best influencer in the world when you are. I'm sick of it, and we need to just show them what's what. Yes, Peak, this is the energy. You are back, baby. You're back, Peak. This feels good. This feels good. We do need those pristine points. A lot of other things feel really more important than that now. I will just say that. But I also, I tucked that back and still, I really do want those. But we are in the astral sea, too. We made it. You are so right. Two claps for you, my dear. And now everyone, I will allow you as she-captain in my new role to hold my hand this one time okay. for this very important journey. And I need you to relish in it because it will hopefully not happen again anytime soon, okay? Before you finish speaking, he's holding your hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and another uh, hand just sort of like um, wiggles its way towards peak but doesn't touch okay (laughs) (laughs) similarly you start to float a little bit but it doesn't you're not moving so much and azor kind of reaches out and says like uh hey i am sorry i've just been listening a little bit if you want to go somewhere (laughs) i know a little bit about astral sea travel like i've been built to be able to travel wherever right you just have to borrow the the spell jammer helm for a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then that that way that we can all go there. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay, where's uh he captain? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I've updated his title to he captain instead of captain. Thank you very much. Yeah, we are course. in a fight right now, just so <gasps> you know. A fight, not no no no, come down. Oh. A fight for the title. Oh, of he captain? Of captain, period. 
Oh, that's back on the menu. Yes. Oh. So I am she captain. He is he captain. But who will be the captain? <laughs> wow. Tune in next week, folks. <laughs> I don't know much about rhyming, but that sounds... <laughs> it's convincing because it that, rhymes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the goal. My vote is on Jen. Wonderful. Um, I reconstructed the the bridge just fine. So if you want to head there, you're more than welcome to. Okay. Let's go, team. Okay. With that, you all are walking back towards the familiar, the interior of Azor, going to the bridge so that Jen can finally sit in that squishy beanbag chair of a spelljammer helm. <laughs> and with this newfound sense of purpose of helping someone mourning the loss of their friend, understanding that maybe you do have a path home to your loved ones here lost in the astral sea. Uh, huge shout out, of course, to our Patreon subscriber, uh, Ube Milk Tea. Thank you so much ow, ow, for ow. subscribing. Slurp, slurp, slurp. Have a wonderful, wonderful time. And thank you for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. See you next time. Have a lovely day. Oh, my God. Space is crazy. Don't you agree? Of course you do, because you're listening to Queers on Dice. And thank you for listening to the gayest podcast this side of the galaxy. Please like, follow, subscribe, download... And why not? While you're at it, write a review. We really appreciate it. And we like being told that we're pretty and that we're cool. And you like you like us in your ears and stuff. If you would like to support us further, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash queersondice, where you can join our Discord server and get additional exclusive content and maybe get to influence some upcoming events in the show. Until next time, blast off in space, baby. Pew, pew, pew. Ah!